Hello and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. I am a paramedic, podcaster, prognosticator, prophet, prodigy, and your purveyor of hardcore podography. With three ex-wives and three ex-houses, I am the foremost authority on all things asshole-related. Welcome to the show. This is our final, uh, in the countdown, is number one. It has- we can't be civil with them. We can't. I mean, the, the, we have reached the end of bipartisanship. We've reached the end of civility. The end of antibiotics, question mark. This is the end. I want to be question that there's not a lot of answers for so what we're going to be finding now is what exactly is all the way towards the end surprise motherfuckers i'll tell you what's at the end of this it's me kevin on kevin's podcast show i want to tell you that this 21 day challenge 21 episodes of 21 minutes of new content each day is over my friends it is over this is the last episode of the 21 day challenge thank you so much for being a part of the show and to my dozens and dozens of listeners out there i just want to say thank you thank you so much and our show will be starting back monday i'm going to try to do shows every monday and friday and those shows will be uh extended extended mixes they'll be a lot longer than 21 minutes long we're going to be doing uh news versus news every day and we'll also be doing uh, at least a couple of the different uh, segments that we like. The, and, and let me know in the comments. You can let me know on the Anchor app. You can send me a message, an actual, uh, just like a voicemail, and let me know which segments you think are the best. But you, you tell me which ones you like. Those will be the ones that I keep putting back uh, again and again. Right now, I'm just kind of throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks. So if you like a particular particular uh, segment that I do, uh, let me know, and I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Hey, this is for you as much as it's for me. So there you go. And we'll have the Unknown Redneck updates uh, every Monday and Friday. And I got big news about the Unknown Redneck. I'm not really ready to... Uh, let that out of the bag yet. That cat's going to stay in there right now. I do have some big news about the Unknown Redneck, and that'll be coming up in the next few weeks, I hope. It is shout-out time. I would like to give a shout-out to Anchor Podcast for sponsoring this episode. They have merged with Spotify to give you a more enhanced podcast experience. Also, speaking of podcasts, we want to give a shout-out to Shift Ender Podcast with Drew McSalty and his buddy Morton Salt, the Smugcast with AP and BJ. They are married 30-somethings, and, well, they're not married to each other. They're married to women. They're dudes. So, there you go. They like to talk about funny shit, and they like to shoot the shit about everything from politics to, I don't know, religion and whatever. And they are all available on Apple Podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and of course Stitcher because they all use Anchor Podcast app. Don't forget, on Facebook we have Weird Tennessee, Hillbilly Memes, and the Libertarian Party of Tennessee. And on YouTube, don't forget to look up my buddy Jason Albert TV, Tyler Cassidy, and Adam Adam Calhoun uh, in his new song, No Way, featuring Demon Jones. And don't forget Simba TV. 
who does reviews of all kinds of music, and he's a really cool dude. It's time for today's News versus News. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the spectacular KPS Arena. The World News Boxing Association is proud to present... In this corner, wearing red trunks with black trim, C-N-N. And in the opposite corner, wearing blue and white trunks with red trim, Fox News Network. Let's get ready to rumble. Coming to us today are the classic fighters in the news versus news the old school guys it's going to be cnn versus fox and we're going to start with cnn acting attorney general matt whitaker to testify at the house hearing on friday acting attorney general matt whitaker will testify before the house judiciary committee chairman jeremy nadler said friday thursday night following a tumultuous couple of days where whitaker threatened to not show up while the democrats prepared to subpoena his appearance the justice department confirmed nadler's thursday evening statement that Whit- whitaker will appear the chairman has made the commitment that we requested and agreed that if mr whitaker voluntarily appears at tomorrow's hearing the committee will not issue a subpoena on or before Friday, February the 8th. In light of the commitment, Acting Attorney General Whitaker looks forward to voluntarily appearing at tomorrow's hearing discussing the great work of the Department of Justice. Earlier Thursday, the Justice Department said Whitaker would not appear at Friday's closely watched oversight hearing unless he received a written assurance he won't be served with a subpoena. The threat for Whitaker not to testify comes after the Judiciary Committee voted early Thursday to authorize a subpoena for Whitaker ahead of his Friday testimony, which Nadler said he would use only if Whitaker did not appear and would not answer the committee's questions, including those about conversations with the White House involving special counsel Robert Mueller's Russian probe. So one side saying, we're going to send a subpoena if he doesn't appear. And the other side saying, well, we'll appear if you don't send a subpoena. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. And again, let me just say, I've not mentioned the Libertarian Party very much in the last few days, but this is a Libertarian philosophy. This is horse shit. This is the reason why the government does not work. Democrats on the committee approved to give Nadler the authority to subpoena Whitaker over the objection objections of Republicans earlier on Thursday, passing the resolution on a party-line vote 23-13. to 13. And of course, I must mention that the Democrats do control the House of Representatives, and therefore they control all of the committees. And, whether you know it or not, folks, the Democrats control the purse strings in this country. Getting back to the story. Nadler responded to the Justice Department letter by telling Whitaker that a subpoena would not be necessary if he answered lawmakers' questions, and questions he would not be able to answer would be handled on a case-by-case basis. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said in a statement that the fact that Chairman Nadler would try to force the public disclosure of private conversations that he knows are protected by law proves he only wants to play politics. The chairman should focus on helping the American people rather than wasting time and playing pointless political games. Ah! That's kind of what they all sound like. Ah! Okay, let's move on over to Fox and see what they have to say about the same story. Whitaker will testify before the House panel after a tense back and forth Nadler and the DOJ. 
After a tense back and forth between Congressional Democrats and the Department of Justice, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler and the DOJ announced Thursday evening that Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker, likely in his final days as the country's chief law enforcement officer, will appear Friday as scheduled before the panel. House Democrats had threatened to subpoena Whitaker's testimony about Special Counsel Robert Mueller's Russia probe, and in response, Whitaker, who previously had agreed to testify, warned that he wouldn't show unless lawmakers dropped the ultimatum he described as political theater. In a letter to Whitaker late Thursday, Nadler, a Democrat from New York, wrote, If you appear before the committee tomorrow morning, and if you are prepared to respond to questions from our members, then I assure you that there will be no need for the committee to issue a subpoena on or before February the 8th. He continued, To the extent that you believe you are unable to fully respond to any specific question, we are prepared to handle your concerns by a case-by-case basis both during and after tomorrow's hearing. The DOJ later said in a statement, The chairman has made the commitment that we requested and agreed that if Mr. Whitaker voluntarily appears at tomorrow's hearing, the committee will not issue a subpoena. The New York Democrat said that as late as last week, the committee had received reports that some at the department were counseling Whitaker not to appear. Whitaker insisted Thursday that he had quote, devoted considerable resources and numerous hours to my preparation and was looking forward to the hearing. He criticized the committee for prematurely and unnecessarily authorizing a subpoena for him, even though he had agreed to appear. Weeks ago, in good faith, I voluntarily agreed to appear and testify on February the 8th before the House Judiciary Committee. Unfortunately, the committee now has deviated from the historic practice and protocol and taking the unnecessary and premature step of authorizing a subpoena to me, the acting attorney general, even though I have agreed to voluntarily appear. Republicans strongly opposed Nadler's resolution to approve a subpoena if necessary. They said it was unnecessary because Whitaker was already appearing voluntarily. Georgia Representative Doug Collins, the top Republican on the panel, called the subpoena authorization political theater before the vote, and Collins said it was choreographed by the chairman, Nadler, and starring the acting attorney general as mythological protectors of secrets. Well, again... What a bunch of damn babies. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Whenever we come on the other side, we'll have the scorecards and see who won in today's News versus News. In accordance with the World News Boxing Council President B.D. McClure, we will use the 10-point must system in three rounds of combat. The three rounds are the presentation of facts, the reporting style, and the objectiveness of the report. Our three judges today are Alton Wright, Libby Left, and of course me, Kevin Marshall, your referee and humble host of Kevin's podcast show. Our battle today starts out with round number one in the facts of the case. Alton Wright scores it 10-9 for Fox. Libby Left scores it 10-9 for CNN. And I score it 10-9 for Fox News. On the second round of style, the scorecards at Alton Wright scoring it 10-9 for Fox. Libby Left 10-9 for CNN. And I score it 10-9 for CNN. On the third and final round in the objectiveness category... Alton Wright has it scored 10-9 for Fox. Libby Left has it scored 10-9 for CNN. And I have it scored 
10-9 for Fox, giving a final score of 86-85 to in a split decision for your winner today, Fox News. Hey, youngins, Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm going to give you a little bit of an update, but before I do, I want to say congratulations to Kevin's Podcast Show. That youngin has done, went, and done it. He's done 21 podcasts in 21 days. Shoo, I don't know how he ever done it, but he did, and we sure are proud of him, honey. We sure are. All right, we got us a little update now. I want to tell you that Starla Jean has been made manager, morning manager down there at the Hardy's, and she's been uh, working her little hind end off, and that's all well and good because she's making a bigger check, and you know her and that little uh, John Luke fellers are getting married at their John Luke, Jean, that Frenchy feller, that Frenchy feller and her's getting married, and she needs to make a bigger check as she can. Anyhow, she's got this little girl that works for her down there, a little girl named Carolyn, and I reckon Carolyn done went and burnt the biscuits. That's right, Carolyn ain't no count at making no biscuits, so she had to move over to gravy i reckon so i don't reckon that's as hard as making biscuits i don't know i don't know nothing about it myself but anyhow starla jeans working hard she's having to make them decisions down there manager and i sure am proud of her and kurt angle poor feller is trying to grow himself a beard and i'm just gonna tell you right now it looks like a dog that's got the mange it's spotty all over the place ain't no count but now he's done went and ordered some beard oil beard oil i don't even know what that is what kind of oil you put on your beard oil's for something you put in your car put it in your motor Lord have mercy. Anyhow, he said it's supposed to make it grow better, and I don't know. I guess we'll see. I hope he ain't all patchy whenever uh, Starla Jean gets married, that little Frenchy feller, so we won't have a bunch of patchy beards in the pictures down there, because Cheryl wouldn't be liking that none at all, I'm just going to tell you, because Cheryl's excited about it. She's so excited about it, she started working out down there at the church house. She's been down there doing that yogi whatever yogi is, I don't know, some kind of bear or something, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but anyhow, she's been doing it, and honey, she's sore as she can be, she was so sore the other night, she wouldn't even cook, and I don't even know what to think about it, well, anyhow, we had to go down to the Long John Silver's and get us some fish and french fries, and well, I put a lot of tartar sauce on it, a little greasy, but it's all right, I'll put up with that sort of thing if that's what she wants to do, but you know, I don't fuss too much. She cooked pretty good all the rest of the time. Well, anyhow, that's a little update from the Unknown Redneck. And we again, we just want to say congratulations to Kevin's podcast show on 21 days of podcasting. And I reckon that's a big deal. And, honey, we got some news coming. He said that I ain't supposed to make no kind of announcement on it yet. But this lets you all know that we've got a big announcement coming for the Unknown Redneck. And if you like our little update and you like how we update things here and you're interested in what's going on and Starla Jean and Kurt Angle's life and Cheryl's life and my life well it's some big news well anyhow that's a little update from the unknown redneck and you know where i am thank you so much unknown redneck i really do appreciate that okay let's get on to some entertainment news and now it's time for entertainment news say hello to my little friend i have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubble gum you could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Okay, I might be showing my age just a little bit by putting out a story here on Woody Allen, but, well, I'm interested. I like Woody Allen films. Not all of them I can enjoy because, well, I'm not from New York, and most of his stories are about... Uh, New York City and that sort of thing, but he does have some funny stuff. I think probably my favorite was um, Biloxi Blues, which was had uh, 
Matthew Broderick in it, and he was a kid in World War II, and he went to Biloxi, Mississippi to be uh, in the Army. That's where he did his uh, basic training. It was a good good movie. I recommend it and give it a watch sometime. But anyway, this is from Deadline.com. Woody Allen hits Amazon with a $68 million suit over a killed film deal with baseless allegations amidst continuing controversy over alleged sexual misconduct. Hashtag me too. It turns out Woody Allen is turning the other cheek to the end of his multi-million dollar and multi-picture deal with Amazon. The Oscar winner on Thursday hit the studio division of the Jeff Bezos-founded company with a $68 million lawsuit over the cancellation of a four-film agreement and Amazon Studios' killing distribution of Allen's long-completed and shelved movie, A Rainy Day in New York. Again, let me say, he does a lot of movies about New York. Amazon has tried to excuse its access action by referencing a 25-year-old baseless allegation against Mr. Allen, but the allegations were already well known to Amazon and the public, parenthetically, before Amazon entered into four separate deals with Mr. Allen. In any event, it does not provide a basis for Amazon to terminate the contract. Now, what they're talking about there is Woody Allen's, um, wasn't his wife, Mia Farrow, it was his girlfriend. Anyway, they lived together for a long time. But before they got together, before Mia Farrow and uh, Woody Allen got together in 1978, she uh, was either married to or lived with a guy named Andre Previn. And they adopted a little girl named Soon Yi Previn. Her last name's Previn, obviously after Andrew Previn, but Soon Yi. Okay? She was abandoned in the slums of Seoul. At the time of her adoption, her passport said that she was seven years of age. A bone scan in the U.S. determined that she was between five and seven. In 1992, Farrow found nude photographs of Soon Yi in Allen's home. Allen, then 57, told Farrow that he had taken the photos the day before, approximately two weeks after the first time that they had had sex. Both Farrow and Allen contacted lawyers shortly after the photographs were discovered. So, long and the short of that is, is that he and Previn were married... Allen and Previn were married in 1997, and they adopted two children. And there's 35 years age difference between it. And if you marry your uh, girlfriend's adopted daughter, that's a little creepy. Even if it is not illegal, it's a little creepy. But he's still a good filmmaker. Great Smoky Mountains, Tennessee. Seems like that there's a Tennessee man that died of meth overdose before being eaten by a bear at the National Park, according to the autopsy. A man whose body was discovered partially eaten by a bear in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park last year died of a meth overdose before the bear ever got to him, according to the autopsy released on Monday. The remains of William Lee Hill Jr., 30, of Louisville, Tennessee, were discovered in the National Park in September when officials encountered a bear feeding on the body in in an area off a trail. Without knowing the exact cause of death, 
Park officials and wildlife professionals decided to euthanize the bear a few days later for public safety reasons. But on Monday, the Knox County Regional Forensic Center revealed Hill died of accidental methamphetamine intoxication. Hill had a history of drug use and his body was found near syringes and other drug paraphernalia according to a copy of the report obtained by the Knoxville News Sentinel. The 30-year-old had gone to the park with his friend, Joshua David Morgan, to illegally remove ginseng from the park, but the pair became separated according to the newspaper. Morgan, 31, died October the 1st at a hospital in Tennessee according to his obituary, which does not list the cause of death. Probably meth. His death was probably meth, since his buddy died of meth and then was eaten by a bear. The three-year-old, 155-pound bear who was euthanized showed no signs of rabies, but it did show signs of methamphetamine abuse. Officials estimate 1,500 bears are in the park along the Tennessee-North Carolina border, and though few show aggressive behavior toward humans, bears that pose a threat to visitor safety are euthanized on rare occasions. The park says the attacks on humans are rare, but that people should stay at least 150 feet away from the bears at all times. Bears are wild animals that are dangerous and unpredictable. Do not approach bears or allow them to use your methamphetamine. Good advice. Okay. Let's finish up the show, folks. Okay, this is the end of the 21-day challenge. This has been episode number 21, season 2 of Kevin's Podcast Show. 21 podcasts in 21 days with 21 minutes of content. We had a little hiccup in the middle because, well, I had some profile and I didn't do it because I got high. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. But I did make up for it. I put in an extra episode the next day, so I did have 21 podcasts in 21 days. It wasn't just every single day, and I'm very proud of that. 21 days, I lived up to the challenge, and uh, to my sister out there, neener, 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 nanny, nanny, boo-boo, because she said I wouldn't do it, and I did it, so... Appreciate y'all listening. Thank you very much. Don't forget all my buddies that I've gave shout outs to. Those links are in the description. If you want to lick a uh, lick. <laughs> if you want to lick on the links, they're in the description. But I, I suggest just clicking on them instead of licking them. I mean, you can lick them. It's your phone. You do what you want. But the links are in the description for all the guys that I gave shout outs to. And again, if you want to leave me a note, uh, you can send me a tweet at podcast kevin and you can also send me an email at kevin's podcast show at gmail.com and tell me what you think you can leave in a comment on uh, anchor podcast you can do a voicemail let me know what your favorite segments are because we're going to be starting back to these shows coming in on mondays and fridays and they're going to be a lot longer and a lot more detailed and they're going to have a lot more content but we are going to do news versus news every day uh, that'll be a staple and also we're going to be doing uh, updates from the unknown redneck every day though that will also be there every day but the uh, the other ones the segments and things we're going to change those out and that will be whatever you all decide that you want until next time it is deuces and duck lips hello and welcome
I'm Jason Albert, and today we're putting it off. We're doing it later. We're saying to ourselves, no, I'm not going to handle this now. I'm going to let future me deal with it. That's right. Today, I'm going to show you how to procrastinate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jason Albert TV with Jason Albert. Procrastinate. Let's break that down. Pro and procrastinate. 